From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Welcome to this episode of Thai Cats Today for this Thursday, February 1st, 2024. I'm Braden Neville saying hello on this first day of February. On today's episode, I speak with Thai Cats GM Ed Hervey about some of the moves he's made so far in his first offseason as the GM of the Thai Cats, including the blockbuster trade that happened earlier in the week between the Thai Cats and the rival Argos that saw linebacker Jordan Williams make his way down the QEW right here to the Hammer. We'll get right into it. I'll bring on my guest, Ed Hervey, GM of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Ed, thanks for coming on the show. I know it's a very busy time for you right now. These next couple months are going to be super crazy, but how has it been going so far? Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Like We're working hard and uh, you know, just preparing for uh, the week ahead of us, a couple weeks ahead with uh, Communication Week and Free Agency. I want to jump into the big news this week. The Ticats swapping multiple picks with the Argos and the Ticats received the biggest piece of the trade, Jordan Williams. Why did you decide to go out and, and get a player you drafted back in 2020? Uh, well, with us, when we our, our plan going into this uh, process was how can we strengthen our national depth? Obviously, we would love to have a, a guy who can change the ratio um, and part of our plan was there was a, we had a major discussion about you know obtaining a second round pick so it, it was a combination of of that where we look at Jordan William as an opportunity to come in give us some uh, flexibility with respect to the ratio um, whereas where you're going into free agency you can end up chasing guys and, and it doesn't come to fruition so the philosophy there was just to have the burden hand and believe that uh, you know not only that Jordan is an excellent player he's uh, his resume speaks for itself. Um, but again, going into free agency is so unpredictable. Um, we just wanted uh, a little more consistency with uh, our our roster going into that process where our targets will become more of a somewhat of a luxury rather mm-hmm. than a necessity. And Jordan gives us that. And then the second component of that being the second round pick um, with an eye on future development of the national uh, players moving forward. And uh, just wanted to you know, take advantage of the opportunity of you know, what the draft potentially has in store for us and just start building the, this roster that way and taking our time and looking at it with respect to um, you know, getting the best players on the roster with a more methodical process, um, building through the draft. And, and as you know, and as our fans know and people across the league, you know, that the top two rounds of the, of the draft you know, usually present the strongest of, of the players that have the opportunity mm-hmm. to start. And then obviously there's guys in the back end that definitely prove to be that as well. But we want to increase our odds by, uh, you know, picking in the first, the top 15, 16 uh, picks of this draft. What have you seen in his progression since you drafted him back in 2020? I mean, he came out of the gates flying. He broke the rookie record for tackles. But what have you seen from him throughout the last few years of being in the CFL and his growth as a player? Uh, obviously, you, know, you see the, his patience, obviously, being on the field. Uh, the CFL game was different than what he's played at, 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 in the U.S. I um, mean, obviously, he adapted really well. He knows, uh, he has a nose for the football. He understands his uh, you know, reading keys on the offensive line. Um, he's, you know, he's a fearless player. Uh, I think that the fact that he is uh, just the as versatile player as he is, where he can go inside and out, um, he has range. 
Um, he's just a, a all around player with that is matured. But I think the biggest thing that I've noticed in watching him is that the game has seemed to slow down for him, where his uh, you know, he just understands the CFL game more, and that comes with experience and time, and he's proven that. And uh, we're just excited about the opportunity to have him on our football team, and uh, we feel like when we when we were able to to obtain him, we felt like we got better that day. It was a, it was a cause for a, a small celebration, but there's a lot of work ahead. Definitely a big acquisition. It's going to be exciting to see him come May. You brought back several members of that O-line, Brandon Revenberg, Jordan Murray, Coulter Woodmansey, Brandon Camp, the list goes on and on, but how important was it for you to solidify that O-line and get some continuity heading into next season in front of your quarterbacks? Absolutely. I think that, you know, we all understand that the, um, in order to win in the CFL, you have to be strong up front. Right? You, the game is won and lost to Linus Brimage. And uh, the continuity in those positions was extremely important uh, for us. Rev and Coulter, Jordan, those guys are guys that we see as uh, very important players moving forward. Uh, we feel like their experience, not only as in this league, but their experience together uh, is going to uh, bode well for us moving forward. Um, but they're, they're also not just uh, protecting the quarterback, but their physicality in, in the run game. Yeah, so We were able to have a successful 1,000-yard uh, rusher behind this this group. So we feel like we, with, with respect to that group, um, it was important for us to have as much continuity as possible. Um, we don't feel like we're that far off with respect to uh, making ourselves an elite football team, but we didn't want to have to start over uh, with, the, with the offensive line especially with the guys that we have that we feel very confident that we can get the job done with that group. Yeah, it was a great group. And like you said, with James Butler and how successful he was last year, it just goes to show how well those guys were playing in front of him. Felix Garon Goche, another familiar face returning to the Ticats, re-signed. Uh, what steps would you like to see him make next year? And, and what was the process like to get him back? I think with Felix, obviously he's a, a guy that everyone respects in this organization. Uh, he's developing every day. We expect um, a, another leap with respect to him, not only on the offense, obviously his strength and special team, but we also expect him to be a very, a very big part of our, our running game, right? As mm -hmm. far as, you know, helping with the system blocking and, you know, bringing the physical portion of the, of the game and his continuity as well, right? He understands the offense. He's familiar with the organization. Continuity being big for us uh, in this organization. And Felix is a guy that um, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, you, you know what you're getting. He's consistent. Um, he's well-liked, as, as mentioned. And, uh, you know, I can see him as one of those guys that silent, the silent captain type, right? Mm -hmm. Guys respect him. Um, he, he, he's, he's committed to, uh, you know, being the best. And, again, throughout the process, it was, you know, we looked at it, making sure that we don't lose our, uh, very, our, you know, our solid and really good Canadian players. We want to build continuity there, and that's that's all. another pillar of what we're trying to do is strengthen our national content in depth. And he provides that, and we know what we're getting. Rather than chase the market for for a player of his caliber, uh, we had him in house, and we felt that he was again uh, very important to to our process moving forward. Yeah, great to see GG back. Uh, one signing that was really interesting to me is receiver Cameron Batson. Um, was he a guy that was on your radar for the last little while? I mean, he, he's a he's a big player. He's he's played a lot of NFL games, but was he a guy that you've had your eye on for quite some time now? Yeah, I think the department has uh, had an had him on the radar for quite some time. I think there was a couple opportunities where we were close in um, in, the, in the last season 
to bring him up. But the timing, as you know, when it comes to uh, some players, it's, it's all about the timing. Mm-hmm. And uh, as it sits right now with Tyreek, uh, you know, down in the in the NFL and Cameron coming up and, and signing with us, again, the timing. We feel like in, in a case like this, giving him an opportunity to start his career with a training camp and getting a full-on understanding of the CFL game from the signing all the way through to camp just gives us a great chance to look at him, gives him an, a better opportunity to showcase his skills uh, for, mm-hmm. for weeks rather than showing up in the middle of the season where you know, it's, it's generally more difficult to crack the lineup because things are in motion. Um, we're expecting big things out of him. And uh, obviously, you know, he, he is, it's his it's his opportunity to showcase, but we're, we're definitely excited about the uh, about his sign. What's the scouting report on him? What kind of player is he in, uh, for those people who haven't watched him play? Well, again, he's a very explosive player. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the ability to make plays. He's a he's a return specialist. So yeah, it's it's he can do both. Uh, he, he's uh, in his very good hands. Uh, you know, as far as routes are concerned, you know, he can get in and out of breaks. He's very uh, explosive with the ball in his hands. I think he's the kind of guy that for us, um, just being able to utilize his skill sets in so many different uh, factions. It's just going to make uh, life difficult for our opponents. But again, with the ball in his hands, he's a guy that can you know, shake guys in a, in a phone booth if he needed mm-hmm. to escape. Um, I think our fans will be excited with uh, with his arrival. And again, it's just one of those opportunities where we look at it. It's, it's you know we give the opportunity. You know the player must take advantage of it. But our expectation is that he will come in and uh, live up to every bit of the hype that, that comes with him. Well, definitely looking forward to seeing him. The final guy that sticks out to me that I wanted to ask you about is is a recent signing quarterback, Kevin Thompson. He spent a bit of time with the Lions. I believe injuries are kind of what ended that. But what do you think the potential is for a guy like that uh, with the Ticats? Yeah, I think that with the quarterback position, we just want to provide depth and, and guys who have some experience. Obviously, there's going to be a few more opportunities for guys to be signed in that position. Uh, I've known Kevin uh, for a while. He's a, he's a, a player that understands uh, you know the quarterback position. He's thrown a lot of passes. He's been a player of the year in his conference. He's, you know, he's, he's the right skill set for the CFL. The unfortunate thing about him when uh, in his last stop in, in BC was he he did get injured, and then mm-hmm. he's kind of traveled around since then. We've uh, we've maintained communication, and uh, this is an opportunity that I feel that um, you know when he's he's deserving of, and would love to see him go out there and compete. He knows that it isn't something that's being given. Uh, to him, but again, he gets an opportunity to, to to compete, and I don't think he will embarrass himself out there. And I feel like uh, with the uh, with the amount of time that's together between now and getting to know the staff and and have an opportunity to really see the game, and plus he's had some experience in the CFL games, so it won't be foreign to him. Again, it's an opportunity to build depth and, and see what we can where we can improve with respect to depth at the quarterback position. Well, Ed, thanks for joining me today. Lots going on in Hamilton. I know these next few weeks are going to just keep getting busier and busier for you, so I appreciate you taking some time to talk with me. So once again, thanks a lot, Ed Hervey. Absolutely, Braden. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. That was Ticats GM Ed Hervey, and he will have a busy couple months ahead of him for sure. But as always, great to pick his brain about some of these signings and trades that the Ticats have been making so far this offseason. That's all for today's episode, but be sure to tune in tomorrow as I will be speaking with Ticats head coach, Scott Milanovic. Thanks for listening. Oski Wee Wee, and we will see you next time. <laughs>